the Michigan Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman in our downtown Lansing studios right now, but we're going to venture over to Pittsburgh, PA. Philadelphia is the other one, of course. Vice President and Economist for PNC Financial Services Group, Kurt Rankin, and uh, old golf buddy actually uh, joins us right now. Kurt, how are you doing? Doing well, Chris. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. We're having a couple I spent of some. Today. I spent some time in Philadelphia, so that wasn't entirely incorrect. Okay. Well, so he's been there. That's important. Good. So you guys just released, you know, an economic study, actually your national study on economic outlook for July. And Kurt, what did you guys find? As we update the National Economic Outlook each month, it's available on our pnc.com slash economic reports website. And it was updated after we received last week's GDP report. The numbers came in slightly under the market's expectations, but pretty much in line with PNC's. We expected and still expect GDP growth to peak in the third quarter of this year and remain elevated into 2022. Jobs growth has been underwhelming in most months, and that also should continue. Labor force is a restriction that's going to limit the economy's growth. But a bigger limitation on growth at this point, not necessarily or even likely pushing us back towards declines, but slowing down potential is the spread of what's being termed the Delta variant at not at present and the possibility not necessarily of government shutdowns, but businesses now taking the lead in closing their doors or requiring even requiring proof of vaccination in some cases. So that's a burgeoning story here with the uh, pace of the economic recovery. Um, How will businesses choose to uh, proceed in this environment? You know, it's interesting because you uh, you talked about the uh, job numbers being underwhelming. And, and we found from our recent survey, the Michigan Future Business Index, that uh, the, it, it, the biggest challenge for business right now is keeping the people they have, recruiting new people, but keeping the people they have as well, which we're worried about. Maybe that's going to lead to, you know, employment uh, inflation. How do you guys see that? Yes, that is absolutely a limitation. We've still got, um, nationally speaking, we've still got uh, labor force far below where it was prior to the pandemic. So bringing workers back into the workforce remains an issue. Uh, job advertisements, every indication is that the jobs, um, the jobs are trying to be filled. Wage growth, in at the, especially at the lower ends of the uh, wage spectrum, become a hot topic for incentivizing those workers to come back into the labor force. Um, But so far, that's not been a a wholesale success. And without workers, just like in other parts of the supply chain, um, where we're seeing plants having been closed, chips, um, semiconductor production has been uh, restrained, just like raw materials, commodities are a pressure, downward pressure on the potential to grow, um, so is a constraint uh, with finding appropriate labor resources. Could you think uh, when when this uh, job supplementation that you know the subsidy from the government uh, runs out, is it people are saying that that's good that'll force people back to work? Is that your take on it? Because I'm not sure I'm totally convinced of that. I actually am on that side, um, Michigan was not one of the states that ended their um, distribution of the federal benefit early, but neighboring Ohio was. 
And I <clears throat> did a review of all of those states that were ending their benefits early. And it seemed like Ohio was a prime candidate to uh, use that as a tool to push people back into the labor force. Because while their unemployment rate had, has fallen to close to their pre-pandemic levels, indicating that jobs are being created, um, their labor force <clears throat> was more than triple the size smaller than the gap at the national level. So if you're able to get the unemployment rate to fall that by that much, but still not bring workers back into the labor force, um, maybe the stick as opposed to the carrot, unfortunately, uh, begins to be the only option. Otherwise, how are employers going to find those um, jobs? And if employers can't find their jobs in their state, there's the possibility of uh, if, if businesses are running in, in multiple operations in the region, those jobs could permanently be pushed to other uh, parts of the uh, state, other parts of the region or the country. And that becomes an issue that a state is vested in addressing. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, I do think, however, that uh, no matter what we use and no matter how many people we get back to work, we're still going to have a talent issue because we just don't have enough people coming into the workforce to replace those leaving. That is uh, also a concern. That was a pre-pandemic concern, and it, and it is um, a concern going forward. So much has changed in the current environment. We've also got the pressure of technology and productivity having um, replaced some of those jobs that simply won't come back, even in sectors that, that traditionally wouldn't have experienced that. Leisure and hospitality, we're going to see a new maximum or a new equilibrium level of jobs once this is all past us would certainly be lower then prior to the pandemic, what percentage below that pre-pandemic level remains to be seen, however. Now, there's a lot yet to be laid out there, but Kurt Rankin, Vice President Economist for PNC Financial Services in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thanks so much for being with us, buddy. You always bring some clarity to the numbers that sometimes confuse all of us. We appreciate it. Thanks. Kurt. Thanks for that, Chris, and have a good day. All right. We're going to be right back on the Michigan Business Beat. On the Michigan Business Network, I'm Chris Hunter.